country on 95.9 krff is hosted by me trap and we're spotlighting the artists and celebrating the legends of country music tell them bruce We have got a packed show today, and we've got some royalty joining us here in studio for the very first hour. She is the newly crowned Mrs. North Dakota International 2021, Emily Brooks. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Trav. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Congra- what a cool experience. Congratulations. Thank you. I am very excited for this upcoming year. Oh, boy. You got quite the year. How, do you, where, how are you going to juggle this? You've got Fargo pinball. You've got... Ta- uh, what is your, your craft's... Taya made. Taya made. I always yes. say Taya. So it's Taya made. Yes. You're a mom and you're a wife. And now here you are taking on another journey with Mrs. North Dakota International. Where do you find the time to do all of these things? That is an excellent question. <laughs> and I have to fit in sleep somewhere in right. there too. And we have two uh, kids at home as well. So it's all about staying scheduled. My husband and I kind of live out of our Google calendars. We're both <laughs> super busy people. So just being able to stay on the same page with each other. And Good then, for you. Communication is big. It's key, especially after this past year, I imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, for sure. Mrs. North Dakota International 2021, Emily Brooks. Thanks again for being here. So excited to hear, and I'm so excited you were crowned. I wasn't even surprised when I heard that you got the crown. So congratulations. Congratulations to you again. How did you how did you celebrate? What'd you do? Ooh, with my family. <laughs> they had a delicious takeout dinner for me as soon as I got back from the pageant. And they were so incredibly sweet and excited. So I got to eat some delicious salmon and just enjoy time with my family right away. For me, it's all about balance. I am a lover of exercise. Yoga is kind of my jam. Right. And I love to eat, though, too. And I love to cook. So it's all about balancing healthy foods with delicious flavors. Right. But I like my treats, too. So I'm for (laughs) sure going to be having those every once in a while. And I love to bake. So absolutely. Just to teach my kids that it's all about balance Balance. and making sure you're getting the right amount of rest and everything that's important to life. Absolutely. Well, I want to get into your platform here for a little while. And your platform, very important, but very interesting to American Mothers. Now, kind of give us a background on that organization. So in 2018, I was honored with North Dakota Mother of the Year, and I've gotten super involved with American Mothers since then, and actually serve on their board of directors and executive committee. Oh, wow. And American Mothers, what I really appreciate appreciate about it is its rich history. Right. So in the 1930s, this was the idea of Eleanor Roosevelt. Wow. This 
originally was based off an idea after the Civil War to bring unity to our nation. Right. And they turned the idea originally into a Mother's Day celebration, right. which American Mothers is the official sponsor for to this day. Wow. So this is an organization that has been around for over eight decades right. and has such a, an amazing history of honoring mothers sure. and the significant contributions that they're making to their communities and beyond. Not all superheroes wear the capes, but uh, moms, you're known to be the, the superhero of the family. But uh, what are some of the challenges that mothers face that this platform became so important to you to want to embrace? So I feel like so many times... We, as mothers, uh, kind of forget to do some of those self-care items for ourselves. Yes. And I am someone who suffered from postpartum depression. Okay. And so for me, it was really learning that I need to take time to take care of myself. Right. And some of the things that really make my soul happy are exercising on a regular basis yes. and reading and just so many of those nice little self-care things right. that add up. And... Uh, I loved that American Mothers focused on maternal energy and how we can harness that. Right. And also facing some of these issues that are unique to motherhood, like postpartum depression. Of course. And, and helping women know how to uh, recover and handle those things and providing education and information about those unique circumstances. So what I've really noticed about Mothers in America is the ability to see where there are issues at hand that need to be addressed. Okay. And so when I first went to convention, I saw so many mothers that had started nonprofits right. for areas that weren't getting covered in their community and that uh, they saw a need for. Right. One of them was a diaper bank. Sure. Uh, there were some some families that weren't able to get the right amount of diapers they needed. And right. so she started a diaper bank. So it's hey. just that's a small example of what I've seen that. Uh, you know, there's challenges that these mothers face right. and finding solutions. Yeah. And I feel like that's what maternal energy is all about, is finding solutions for some of these little issues here and there. So something that we're all facing right now is how to handle the pandemic. Right. One of the things that we're going to do locally is our next meeting. We're having uh, the 2019 National Mother of the Year, Dr. Renee Renardi, okay. speak about compassion as a cure for COVID fatigue. And I just think staying informed and also having the opportunity to talk about these issues is huge and right. how to how to better handle them. So I'm excited for that. Let me ask you one word to describe yourself as a mother. I would say adaptable. Adaptable. I yep, like that. Because it's kind of any situation that I'm faced with as a mother, I want to adapt as quickly as I can right. and handle the situation at hand. So let me ask you, this This has got to be something I think we all face, but what is something you see your daughter growing up and going, wow, I didn't have to deal with any of that when I was growing up? So one of the ones that I definitely see right now is handling school online. Right. So my daughter's been doing the virtual academy. And we set up a little desk in our dining room, and she has been doing so fabulous with it. She's been so responsible Good. of knowing her assignments. So right. that's something I didn't have to deal with yeah. as a student. And so it's been a totally new experience for her this year. 
And she's handled it like a champ. Where can we find more information on American Mothers? So American Mothers has a fantastic website. It's AmericanMothers.org. And you can find out information about the history, how to nominate a mother for the Mother of the Year Award. Awesome. And some of the other programs, too, such as the Golden Rule Grant for nonprofits that are servicing families and children and mothers in our local communities. That's fantastic. This side of country. Supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF Radio Free Fargo. The newly crowned Mrs. North Dakota International 2021, Emily Brooks. And we're talking about her platform, American Mothers. And uh, I would love to know, though, what is something you feel as a mom that you think you need to work on personally and could do better at uh, being a mother to your own children? One of those things that I think I could improve on is to let my kids do for themselves. There are so many little things that I do out of love, such as laundry and vacuuming. But a greater love is to teach them how to do those things. Absolutely. And so my son is taking off for college in a couple years. And so I keep telling him, buddy, life skills. I'm having you do the laundry. Because I'm teaching you life skills. I'm having you, uh, you know, take care of our pet uh, cage because I'm teaching you life skills. And so that's one thing I kind of struggle with as a mom is to to let my kids do some of those things that I gladly do because I do them out of love. But it's a greater love to make sure that they have those life skills. Learning just as your kids are growing. Hey, you're growing as a parent, too. So it's okay to recognize some of the things that we need to do better on. I would love to know, obviously, looking back, what is one thing that your mother used to do with you that you see yourself implementing as a mother now? So one of those things is cooking and baking. Okay. (laughs) My mom was a home ec teacher for decades for the Fargo Public Schools. Sure. And I want to make sure that my kids get a chance to get in the kitchen and get their hands dirty the way that I got to growing up. Uh, So many times I think, oh, let's just keep the house clean (laughs) and not start a new mess. Because when we're doing projects and crafts and things like that, it, it gets messy. But... My my mom let me do that growing up, and so I want to provide that opportunity for my kids, too. And once in a while, I send them over to grandma's to do those things. There you go. <laughs> How do you keep your kids wrangled in? I mean, we are such a digital uh, you know, society here. Phones and computers and laptops and, and uh, e-readers and all of those different things. We've oh, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. My face is always in my phone. How do you get your kids wrangled in to just put those things down for a little while and uh, let's focus on dinner here or let's focus on some family time? It is a challenge. And even for my husband and me, I think all of us living in this digital age, we have to figure out how to balance uh, all of the electronics with our daily living. For us as a family... Our dinner time is our sacred family time. Right. So we have always had the rule that there are no electronics at the table. And this is our time to spend together as a family. Right. We we laugh, we enjoy our food, we tell stories, and we also take the time to talk about what we have in the upcoming week. Something else, Emily, that you uh, that you do, and you've been doing this for quite a while now, is Taya Maid. Tell me all about this. And look, I'm seeing some cooking, I'm seeing some crafting. Tell me about it. 
Tailmade was founded in 2012. Okay. And it is my creative outlet. So it is my art. It is my sewing. It is kind of the catch-all for all of my creativity. And I specialize in creative machine embroidery and large-scale mural pieces. Oh, wow. I've had so many unique opportunities yeah. through sharing my art with others that... Uh, have just been gems that I will always remember. Now, I just saw something recently, a posting that you've also got to utilize your Taya Made products to help give back and support the community. Tell us about some of those things. So right when the pandemic came around, they were asking for masks. Yeah. And I felt really called to share my talent to do that. So I took two full weeks of right. my work sure. and I devoted all my time to donating and providing masks. Right. And then I realized that this is not sustainable forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then I started coming up with creative patterns yep. that I was able to help with such organizations as the NDSU Gold Star Marching Band. Wow. So that they could have a mask that they were able to open and play their wind instruments with and uh, then easily close again without having to take it on and off. You've already done so many great things with Taya Made and uh, giving back to the community, but how would you like to see it grow even more coming up this year or even down the road here? So I do already have some really exciting projects in the works for this coming year. Right. One of them that I can share with you is I've been selected as a featured artist for the hey. Sales Up program in Detroit Lakes. And awesome. this is actually the first time that I'm announcing that. I haven't hey. shared that yet. But uh, they're celebrating their 150th year of right. Detroit Lakes as a city. Right. And it's going to be a similar project uh, to the Bison one that we've had around town here in okay. Fargo. Okay. And so I am super excited to be a featured artist for that. Congratulations. That's so exciting. I want to get into a little bit, too, about uh, some people may or may not know this, but uh, you're, you're co-owner of Fargo Pinball. Yes. What are some of the challenges? Obviously, it's a small local business here. What are some of the challenges you had to face with that this past year with the pandemic? It has been a difficult year for people, especially in the entertainment industry, right. where we depend on in-person uh, play. And so our club location, we did shut down, yeah. but we are still operating Fargo Pinball. And it's been kind of interesting to see how things have progressed. Right. Yeah. And our at-home sales have gone up quite a bit. No so we're kidding. authorized distributor, distributors for Stern Pinball. Wow. And so it's been interesting to see how business has changed for us. Right. And we're also at Drecker Brewing Company. Cool. And they recently reopened their tap room. Right. And announced a huge expansion that they're going to be having too. That's so exciting. we are very excited to be partners with them. Right. And be able to provide pinball in their tap room. So that's awesome. Head over there and play some play some silver ball. That's awesome. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, I'm glad that you brought some of these up. Custom orders. Mm -hmm. You're authorized for custom orders. I know I was so excited because I was talking about it on air yesterday. Yesterday that Led Zeppelin has this brand new line of, of of pinball machines, and you actually brought one of them in to Drecker, correct? Yes. So we're always focusing on something new yeah. and surprising our customers. 
that's one of the really fun parts about pinball yeah. is what's the next machine that you want. Right. And it's trading, it's buying. And I just love that about the pinball community. Is right. That's such a fun way to interact with p- other people who are passionate about pinball. Yeah. Being in pinball, would what would you give yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? How good is Mrs. North Dakota International at mm. pinball? I wish I were better. I would say my passion for pinball is at a 10. Okay. But my abilities are more like a six or seven. But Trav, we got to play together. Absolutely. We did that last year for one of the fundraisers. And I remember you schooling me, but I wasn't surprised in the least little bit about that. Any idea... If uh, things improve here, the economy is lifted and we start seeing people, you know, getting out and living life again. Any ideas tossed around about possibly bringing back a Fargo pinball location? Or do you think you're going to stick with the route you're on? That's an excellent question. And we've been talking around it and around it. I'm never going to say it's not a possibility because we always want to keep that door open. So however we can better serve our community through pinball is what we want to do. So we'll just have to wait and see what the future holds right now. Fargo pinball. I tell you what, uh, pinball is one of those stress relievers. Even if you stink at it like I do, it's still a lot of fun though. And, uh, I want to ask you, we've got in studio with us joining too. She's going to be performing a couple of songs for you next hour here, but she came from, was it Lakeville, Minnesota? Burnsville. Burnsville, Minnesota. How far of a drive is that? You know, it wasn't so bad. It's just a straight shot, but it was probably four hours on the dot. Karina Kern, Minnesota's own Karina Kern is in studio with us. There's a new study that came out, ladies, and I want to ask you both, what do you think the top two states are that are the most stressful in the United States? Top two. Emily, let's go with you first. Who do you think the top two most stressful states? are i would say new york and california new york and cal very you would think right Mm -hmm. but what do you think Karina, what do you think are the top two stressful states? I would totally agree with California because that traffic <laughs> would just have me, oh, I don't even know. Um, I don't know a second one. Probably, I, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> believe it or not, the top state is Missouri. What? No. Missouri followed by Mississippi. Maybe we got to bring some pinball and some music down to Missouri and, uh, I think and uh, Mississippi because they're two stressed out states. How about the two states that you think are the least stressed out what would you say emily i would say hawaii sure and arizona because when i go to either of those places (laughs) i have very little stress how about you karina what do you think top two least stress maine and minnesota maine and minnesota well the least stressful state is actually iowa followed by nebraska so where (laughs) in the one to 50 states would you think north dakota would fall emily i would say middle of the road how about we'll say 27 27. We're pretty close. We're number 36. Oh. Emily, thank you so much for being here. We know you got a busy day. Thanks for being our guest co-host. Can't, thank you. Can't wait uh, to have treat. you back. Where can we find you, Mrs. North Dakota, and support you on social media and stay up to date with everything you're doing? So follow me on Facebook at Mrs. North Dakota International, okay. and you'll be able to see what I'm up to. Fantastic. Thank you for being here. Thank you.